you know, there's a phrase people use after a tragedy when someone makes a joke and it's too soon. And it's usually a joke unto itself. You know, someone who's actually offended usually doesn't say too soon. But it's a way of acknowledging that, ooh, this makes me feel a little uncomfortable or this might not be entirely appropriate. But I would say in response to that, too soon? I would say not soon enough. Because the sooner that you can joke about something, the more that you have control over it. The more freedom you have. It's not even about controlling it. It's about not being controlled by it. So when you're able to joke about something and, and, you know, and being mindful of who is listening and what the context is, you know, it's really easy to justify being a dick whenever you want. Trust me, like I know, but it's very easy to justify being a dick just whenever you feel like it. But, you know, even though I'm against self-censorship and I think that there's really no time and place where something is, is 100% inappropriate at any given time. You know, there's no situation where everything is just completely restricted to me. But it really does depend on how you feel about it. But within tragedy, you know, we have this tendency to feel confined. It, it's almost like being imprisoned, where you're confined to a certain set of responses and reactions and emotions, and for good reason, because tragedies affect you in a certain way, and they affect everybody in similar ways. You know, people are sad, people are grieving, and when people are in that situation, most people don't want to hear a joke. They don't want somebody to be happy. Not that they don't want somebody to be happy, but they see somebody being happy, say, in the same room as them following a tragedy is somehow disrespectful, and it's, it, obviously it can be. And, you know, that's where people start thinking of, of words like flippant, which I was thinking about a lot yesterday. And, and it's one of those words that's it's used almost entirely in a negative sense, you know, they, he was being flippant. It's a sign of disrespect. But I was looking at what that word actually means, and it it doesn't sound like such a bad thing to me. It, I thought of freedom, the freedom to express yourself as you see fit, and not to be confined by circumstances. And not that you're avoiding the circumstances or disregarding the circumstances, but if you can find the humor, the happiness, along with the sadness, along with the grief, along with the anger in a tragedy, you're going to be better off. And the sooner you can get to that point, the better you are. But there's this tendency, if you've experienced a tragedy, where if you start to feel happy, especially if it's too soon, there's this tendency to feel guilt, like my feeling isn't appropriate. And I'm, I'm even talking about within yourself. I'm not even talking about being happy around other people who are grieving. If you yourself have experienced a tragedy and you find yourself happy like a week later, you might think, I shouldn't be happy right now. Something really bad happened to somebody I care about. Something really bad is happening out in the world. I shouldn't feel happy. And is that a way to live? If that's just how you feel, and you, and you, you know, that's one thing. You know, if feeling sad or feeling, you know, caught up in grief is how you feel, like you shouldn't try to take yourself out of that. But if you're feeling good, you know, there's no, there's no right time to feel good again. There's no right time to feel happy again, except every time you feel it. 
if that's what you're feeling. And you do have to be careful that you're not being flippant. You do have to be careful that you're not being disrespectful, of course. And based on a couple episodes recently, it might come across like somebody accused me of being flippant, like I was accused of being disrespectful. And that that didn't happen. It's just something I'm very aware of. I'm just very aware of it right now. But I know, you know, I know the value of not allowing tragedy to confine you. Because that's one of the worst parts about it is that you feel stuck in a certain place and that you don't have control. And it's not about trying to gain control because that's a fruitless effort. But it is about not letting the situation completely control you. Letting it influence you. You know, as it should. You know, if a tragedy doesn't influence you, well, something's really wrong. Something worse than a tragedy is wrong. If you're not affected by a personal tragedy or a tragedy that affects your community or your world. So the idea is not to ignore a tragedy. And some people might think that's what's happening when they see certain people's reactions. They might think, oh, he's trying to hide from it by pretending it doesn't affect him. But I think the beauty of a tragedy, and I I do think it is a beauty, I think it's beautiful, is that you can express anything within that. And you you, you will feel confined. You will be forced to feel certain things, and you might not have control over what you're feeling at any given time. But it doesn't have to be a... It doesn't have to be a certain way, for one. There's no right way to experience a tragedy. Personally, or globally, or any other way that a tragedy affects you. There's no one way to be. And you should always be mindful of other people. Even if you don't think they're coming from a rational place, you should still be mindful of it. It's not your job to try to change someone else's feeling. It's not your job to try to change how someone else is reacting to a situation. Even if you feel like they are doing it more out of conditioning than anything else, when is it your job to decide that? It isn't. But it's also not their job to decide how you should react and behave. And I always use the example of, you know, making a joke at someone else's loved one's funeral. You know that's not the right thing to do. That's not freedom. You might feel like that's within your own, you know, you might feel like that's within your own range of what's appropriate. It's okay for you to do that. But you can't do that around someone else's situation. But if it is a situation that you are close to, you know, you do have the right. You certainly have the right. You certainly have the freedom. And I think thinking of it in terms of freedom is the best way that I have to think about it. It's a range of motion, I would say that. A range of emotion, for that matter. Both a range of motion and emotion. And uh, so, you can laugh, you can be happy, you can do anything you want in even the most difficult situation. And it doesn't change the situation. You know, the episode earlier talks about how you don't have to acknowledge, the truth is so large and universal that you don't have to acknowledge it in order for it to to exist. 
And I'd say the same is true for a tragedy, where if a tragedy has happened or something tragic is going on, it doesn't have to be one single event. It could be just a, a large circumstance, a set of circumstances. Some people would say that right now, coronavirus and the economic impact, everything going on related to this situation, people would consider a, a tragedy. Even though it's ongoing, even though it's, it's this kind of slow-moving, invisible tragedy, it's, a lot of people are acting right now like they are in the middle of a tragedy. And I would never do anything to take that away from them. But there is this feeling sometimes where it's like, oh, I almost, you know, I almost feel like somebody's mad at me for talking in church. I almost feel like, not that anybody's done that, because again, it's like, that's an element of my own brain that thinks someone doesn't like what I'm doing, or feels that I'm flippant, or anything else, but if you look at being flippant, you know, if you're, if you're in your own lane, I feel you can only benefit from that. You can only benefit from having as many tools available to you as possible. And that includes the full range of emotion. But when we are sad, or when we are grieving, or when we are angry, we have a tendency to completely block everything else out. We only want things that somehow honor that feeling. And I don't know if honor is really the right word, but we expect everything to cater to that sense. But the same is true when we're happy, where when you're feeling really good, it's easy to think, oh, I don't understand why everybody's not feeling great. You know, I don't, I don't understand, you know, why everybody's not feeling really good, because I feel good. All you have to do is think it, guys. It's very narcissistic, and it goes along with the, the positivity industry, where there's this idea that all you have to do is decide to be happy. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think that you do have the ability to make certain decisions that will make your life better or happier. Whether or not those decisions are as black and white as deciding to be happy, I don't know, but in the, the end result is the same. You're going to feel better. And if you feel better but you're not quite happy, well that seems pretty good too. Seems like you're heading in the right direction. And it's probably better for you anyway to gradually become happy if you're sad rather than immediately getting there because you're less likely to crash. But too soon. You know, usually if somebody says that they're not terribly offended, but they're acknowledging that somebody could be offended. But again, I say not soon enough. Not soon enough, because the second that you're able to make a joke, and hopefully it's not one that's particularly cruel, simply a joke, simply something light. Let's just go with making light of something. Let's not even go with jokes. Let's not go with that. Let's just say making light. I love the way that sounds, making light of something. Both the visual of, of it actually being lighter and not darker, and light physically, not being heavy. It releases a certain burden. It gives you a certain freedom. 
it opens something up. So the sooner that you are able to give a wider range of response and reaction to an event, to a set of circumstances, the less you will be controlled by it, and maybe you will be able to control it more. I don't necessarily think of that as the end goal of trying to control it, but just maybe being uh, being at peace with it. But I think this whole, for one, like corona jokes are, are going to be dumb. Quarantine jokes are mostly dumb. Most jokes and content and ideas that are going to come out of this that are specifically related to this situation just seem a little too obvious. They seem just kind of dumb. And, you know, I'm not interested in joking about this particular situation necessarily. But I do think you can make light of it without targeting anybody, without making light of somebody else's difficult situation. And there's always a dilemma with that. There should, and there should be. You know, if you're going to say something or do something that could potentially be called flippant, you know, if you're, if you're going to do something that could be called insensitive, or even at the, you know, the furthest extreme, offensive, if you're going to do that, you know, you should have some sort of dilemma about it. You should consider the repercussions, and there might be no repercussions. There might be none, but you might just feel a little like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe somebody could interpret that the wrong way. So dilemmas are good. A dilemma just means you're considering your actions. But considering your actions doesn't save you from the result. Just because you thought about it before you did it doesn't really change anything. And in a court of law, that, that won't help you in some situations, you know. That'll get you a first-degree murder charge for thinking about something before you do it, rather than a third-degree for just reacting to something, or a manslaughter charge, something of that effect. So we can see we're just simply <laughs> making the decision isn't necessarily a good thing. But it is something you should at least consider. Making a joke, making anything, doing or saying anything. When you destroy an empty space, it's something that maybe you should consider. But uh, as far as uh, this current situation, yeah, you know, I, I, on one hand, I don't want to hear a bunch of humor that's entirely based around the current situation. But I think you can find light. I think you can make light. And I think you have to. That's something where I, I think you do have to make the decision to make light of something. And maybe some people need time, you know, maybe some people do need a little bit more time before they feel comfortable making light. But they should also be aware, are you just attached to the heaviness? Are you attached to the, you know, the darkness of the situation too? You know, are you getting your meaning from that? And for that matter, are you policing other people? Are you trying to confine other people to the same space that you feel confined in?
because that's another aspect to it. And I, I could actually give a great example that I'm sure I've mentioned before, but when my mom was passing away in the hospital, the staff was very flippant, not to my face, but being in the ICU and, you know, when she was in surgery and, and all of that, I could hear the staff making light of the situation. And I remember thinking, do I get offended by this or not? It wasn't anything that was completely disrespectful. It was flippant. But these are people who deal with tragedy every day. These are people who probably do a better job dealing with these sort of situations, being in the medical field, being doctors, being nurses, because they are able to be flippant. Because they do have a certain, I don't want to call it irreverence, although I, I, don't have a, I don't think that word is as bad as it sounds either. Let's just say that they're able to have a sense of humor about very difficult situations and very difficult medical conditions. And that's not something that you should necessarily expose someone to, because, I mean, the reality is, if I was the wrong person, I, I could have gotten very offended. But I felt like I had a choice in that moment. Even though I was in a very difficult situation, I felt like I had a choice. And I, I decided I'm not going to get mad at this. And in fact, I'm going to see the bigger picture that it's the ability to joke like this that allows them to do that. I've heard of people in medical school doing the very same thing. You know, they have cadavers and they'll play practical jokes. They'll prank people in really morbid ways that if these people weren't doctors or, or aspiring doctors, if they weren't med students, would seem horrifying. But the reality is this is what's going to prepare them to deal with this day in and day out. Their ability to make light of this is going to give them the freedom not just to express themselves how they want, but to do a better job. To be objective in a situation that, for everybody else, is extremely subjective. What's more subjective than health? Even though we're all our health is all affected in the same ways, you know, what's more subjective than your own health? When you're in the hospital, you know, they're treating you. It's all about you. So it was something that I learned, you know, it was a moment where I learned, where I was just, you know, these doctors, these nurses, they're being a little bit flippant. They're not treating this, you know, their mom isn't on her deathbed. And, and that's, that's how they sound. But their ability to talk that way, their ability to be that way is what allows them to do what they do. And I would say that's the, tr that's the truth for other people as well. And for some people, something like the coronavirus and their reaction to it, their flippancy, their what might be perceived as irreverence, no matter what their situation is or no matter what anybody else's situation is, no matter how they're affected or not affected, that could be part of a larger process that allows them to do what they do. And I can only see the benefit of not being confined to a certain range of dark emotions. Not being stuck in this idea that all I can feel is grief. All I can feel is anxiety. All I can feel is terror. 
all I can feel are the, are the tears running down my face. You know, the sooner that you can get outside of that, the better. So not soon enough is how I feel, where if somebody feels comfortable joking about something, and not with a sword in hand, not using humor as a, a spear that they're chucking at somebody, but to simply do it because it's a solvent. That's the word I was looking for the other day, not solution. I was looking for the word solvent. Humor is sort of a universal solvent, and it softens the edges up of it softens the edges of whatever you put into that solvent. But you shouldn't just grab something important out of somebody's hands and be like, you know what? This is a little too uh, this is a little too hard edged. I'm gonna put it in my humor solvent and soften it up because uh, I'm doing you a favor. You know, you shouldn't be that way about it either. Again, there's always a dilemma. When and where, how and why. Doesn't mean you have to sit there and overanalyze every action you do in life. But if something has the potential to affect another person, it's worth at least a split second of consideration. And I guess that's what it comes down to, really, too, is whether it's too soon or not soon enough. It should involve some level of consideration. But the sooner that you're able to joke about something, doesn't mean you're over it. Doesn't mean the situation is over. It could be just starting. But at least you'll have the ability to make more light of it. At least the burden won't be as heavy. And at least you will have a wider range of freedoms in that situation. This land is mine God gave this land to me This brave, this golden land to me And when the morning sun Reveals her hills and plains I see a land where children can run free.